You've landed here at episode 276. You might be wondering, why on earth would I want to practice suffering? Well, because the more resilient you are and the more in control you are of the stories you tell yourself about pain and suffering, the better your life will be. And in this episode, I explain the exact thinking behind being a victim to suffering or alternatively, how you can take control of your suffering and choose how it works for you. Look, you might need an open mind for this episode, (laughs) but trust me, let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? I'm glad that you're here with me on this episode talking about some tough stuff. The word suffering can be a little bit intense, but inevitably it is a part of what I'm trying to do this year in 2023. It's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. And the reality is that a part of that is suffering. Now, obviously, the word suffering, it can be interpreted in many different ways. And there's a very broad spectrum of the levels of suffering that we all experience. But learning how to practice suffering is really important because the discomfort of change and the discomfort of things that happen in our life, they're the times when life sucks. They're the situations that make us motivated. They're the situations that cause us grief, depression, anxiety, fear, all of this uncomfortable stuff that we're all trying to run away from so often. And often emotional binge overeating and the savage self-talk that happens inside of us is a part of this loop. It's a part of this suffering that happens that we're always trying to escape with food. We're trying to escape this suffer, this pain, this discomfort. And so the idea is that humans all experience suffering. doesn't matter how privileged or wealthy or broken poor we are. We all experience suffering. And so the idea about learning how to practice how you suffer is that you want to be in control of it. And that probably doesn't make sense on face value. It's like, hang on, Maddie, if chaos and suffering is happening, I'm not choosing it to happen. Well, this is where I want to change the narrative, is that if suffering is going to happen anyway, we want it to be one that you choose. And Jordan Peterson talks a lot about this, and I think it makes a lot of sense. And it's the idea that you need to choose your suffering or the universe will choose your suffering for you. Right. And so the idea of that is that you need to take control of your own life, or life is just going to happen to you. You're just going to be a character in somebody else's story, or you're going to write the story yourself. Right. And so that's what we want to do. You know, and the reality is that yes, bad luck happens, and some people have shitty situations, and some people have really good situations. And so we're all coming from somewhere different, but all of us will experience suffering. And I know for myself, one of the places that I started, and I think this is a really good place to start, is identifying. Where are you suffering without choice? Because the goal here in learning how to practice suffering is to get to a place where the very vast majority of your suffering is decided upon by you. Now, for me, I know that I found that I was, you know, I was in a job that I didn't like. Um, you know, I was really unhappy to the point that I felt like I was, you know, engaging in self-betrayal by doing that job. Um, I was in a relationship that was utter chaos. Much of it, that was my fault. You know, I was dealing with childhood trauma as well, which was I felt was not my fault and I was just a victim to it. I had a perpetual money problem, was always struggling with dollars and different things as well. And all of this stuff felt out of my control. It felt like it was just happening to me. I was suffering and every day I'd get up and there'd be a new problem. There'd be a new thing that I didn't decide, that I didn't create. 
And so whilst many of these issues have resolved now, it did take me 10 years of personal development, of therapy, of personal development books and self-help stuff and hypnosis and meditations and all the things in order for me to really understand how this system works. And so what what we need to do is we need to move to a place where we're deciding what we're suffering because it's much more empowering to manage the chaos if you have decided it because there's an element of responsibility for the chaos if you have chosen it, right? And so for me, I know that I went on this journey and slowly, very slowly fixed those problems. And then what I mean by we need, by choosing your own suffering is that if suffering's going to happen anyway, we've got to choose when it happens in the day. Let's just say for conversation's sake that there's, you know, some unknown force and you might believe it to be God or the universe or a higher self or angels or whatever your belief pattern is. And let's just say that every individual is doled out but when they're born. It's like in this person's life, they're going to experience this amount of suffering. And if you don't decide it, we're just going to throw shit at you. We're just going to throw terrible life situations at you to see how you go. Um, So what we want to do is we want to move away from the life situations that are happening to us. We want to have the difficult conversation to end the relationship. We want to, uh, we want to get our finances in order. We want to, we want to get our food in order. We want to develop a healthier conversation in our head. Right. And so in order to do that, we need to make a decision. We need to start moving away from the problems that happened to us and start replacing them with things that we chose. Okay, and here's some examples of things you might choose. Remember suffering, the word suffering is a very broad word which can mean mean mildly uncomfortable or absolutely devastatingly traumatic, right? And so that's why we want to choose stuff that is in the space of healthy, personal develop personally developed, well, conscious growth, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so here's here's some ideas to make practicing suffering easy doable and not too suffering. (laughs) There's not much sufferance going on. I should get my language correct. Um, Okay. Here's an idea. Gym session, going to the gym ring regularly, discomfort, bit of suffering, bit of pain, right? Turn your phone off at night. Maybe you're addicted to your phone, right? Start developing a a relationship with your phone, which is improving, which might be some suffering because you're addicted, right? And so you feel weird in that space where you don't have your phone on. You might need to download an app blocker. You know, remember, we're starting at one tweak a week. So this is small stuff. We want to begin the process of moving house if we're somewhere where we're unhappy and we don't feel good about it. Or we want to uh, maybe want to book an appointment with an accountant to, to help us sort out the absolute chaos that is our finances or, you know, book some time in the calendar. And if you know you've done that before and you don't do it, then you need to book some accountability, right? And it's going to be embarrassing. And there's going to be some suffering realizing that your finances are up shit creek without a paddle, right? And you might want to start conversations and start you know, different dialogues, knowing that there's going to be problems there, but this is the beginning of you moving away from things that happened to you. And in that process, we're choosing, we're choosing some different levels of suffering because the way that I think about it between the healthy person and the unhealthy person is that they have the same amount of suffering. If we orient it around, let's say workouts, right? Workouts and food. It's the unhealthy person. Their suffering is the embarrassment of sitting down on a seat on the train, going to work and knowing that they take up a lot of space and feeling the person next to them. And then, you know, walking up the stairs to get into the office, they might be embarrassed that they're puffed out and their knees hurt. and They've got to take days off work. So that's the suffering for the unhealthy person. And then we go to the healthy person who chose a different path um, a long time ago because it takes time to change these things. And the un- the healthy person, their suffering is 
doing another set at the gym, actually getting up at that hour of the morning to go and do the really uncomfortable tasks that you can't be bothered to do and, you know, lifting the weights and, you know, getting amped up and getting motivated. And so the suffering is different. It's still pain. It still hurts. You know, you might still feel embarrassed at the gym that you're not strong enough yet. And so there's like, you could see it philosophically as the same amount of suffering. It's just allocated to different situations and different circumstances. And so I want you to start addressing the areas of your life where you are suffering unconsciously or undecidedly. You didn't choose it. You didn't choose it. I want you to start moving away from that stuff actively by solving those problems as best you can. And in the process, start choosing other areas of suffering. You know, the person who eats healthy food, their suffering is at the fact that at 3 p.m. they get a massive sugar craving or at, you know, 9 p.m. they're like, oh, I could could slay some KFC right now. But the suffering is getting through the discomfort of feeling like your cravings are overtaking your body. Whereas the person that's unhealthy, their suffering is just at a different time of the day, which is the brain fog they get after they do the KFC and the self-savagery that comes up within them that's like, you know, you shouldn't do this, you fat piece of shit, you're weak. Like, why do you keep doing this to yourself, right? Same amount of suffering, different times of the day, different circumstances, right? And obviously, I'm speaking broadly, generally, and philosophically. Other Everybody's suffering is individual to them. And the way in which you um, t- attach stories and meaning and belief to the, that suffering is up to you and is only about you. So take this all with a grain of salt in the sense that your journey is your own. And in order for you to start moving away from the suffering that happens to you, you have to take ownership and responsibility for being like, hey, I let my life get here. I let things happen to me, and I and but also be sympathetic and caring. You know, I didn't have good tools. I didn't know what to do. I just thought this was how it was meant to be. Or a lot of situations happened which led me here, and now I'm not in a good place. And so I'm going to take ownership today and responsibility for saying, "Hey, I'm here. I'm in this situation, and I'm the common denominator in all of the shitty situations. So I'm going to start taking responsibility as of today to start solving these things that I where I'm suffering without choice." and replacing them with suffering with choice so that I can choose the difficult stuff in order to be able to get in the arena. And you probably heard me use the arena word a lot, but get on the pitch, get in the arena where you actually can do the work. Don't sit in the grandstand. Don't sit in the audience and be like, oh, that's a lovely idea. That's for, that's for other people that are not me. You can choose your own suffering. And beginning this practice is, is an important part of becoming healthy because we're learning to reallocate the time and the energy to discomfort in a different way that feels very unfamiliar and unrecognizable to us. And so that's all it is, right? That's all it is. We're going to suffer today anyway, or this week, or this month. Just getting to choose it is a lot more empowering and produces a, a better quality of life, a lower likelihood of disease, and a feeling of accomplishment because you're in control. You're in the driver's seat of your own life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or family member. Give us a rating and review on any of the platforms. Even Spotify now allows comments and conversations to happen. So that's incredible. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you thought. And you know the deal. Thanks for being here. I love your face. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. 
Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.